Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Speak Uneasy. Today's episode will take us up into the mountains just outside of Aberystwyth, Wales, to visit Terra Mountain, an event billed as Wales' biggest Halloween night out. Today's episode will feature a mixture of studio and live recordings, so I wish to pre-apologise for the change in audio quality as we go throughout tonight's episode. With that in mind, please join us as we head to the Silver Mountain Experience for Terra Mountain 2022 where we will face killers, ghosts, witches, summon a banshee and find out what happened to our mysterious murder victim. Before we get into this episode's review, I would like to remind you that all the views and opinions expressed here are just that of the individual. My words are not gospel, and what one person enjoys, another may not. So what I would say is get out there and try these things for yourself. However, with that in mind, let's get to Terra Mountain. Hello and welcome, we're here at Aberystwyth in Wales for the first night of Terra Mountain. Ahead of us tonight we've got five different attractions to go through. We've got Haunted Live, Killers, The Coven, Night Stalkers and The Summoning. So far the evening has started with obviously queuing up, getting our safety briefing, all the good things that come with um, you know attractions such as this that are more sort of uneven ground, things like that. Um, the roaming teams so far have been fantastic, uh, worked the queue line, gave everybody a little bit of entertainment while we were waiting to get it in. The grounds themselves are beautiful and set the tone for what could be a very, very special evening. Um, it's quite quiet here thus far, but again, doors have just opened. So we are going to stop recording now and head into our first attraction, which is going to be Haunted Live. We just come out of our first attraction, Haunted Live. Um, now, what I would say is that to say it's a scare maze is perhaps um, a bit of a misnomer. I would say it is definitely a scare experience. Um, you are basically joining a live vlogger that goes through the most haunted places in the world. Uh, and you are joining him for his first ever live broadcast. What I will say is the intro for this maze was fantastic. The guy playing the vlogger, very, very believable. Um, great interactions, good use of timing as well. And the ghost element of it his movements and vocals very very good everyone was very convincing the only thing i would say is that this experience is very short due to the nature of it it is basically um you are dropped into a room and the room layout is confusing on purpose um so you are designed it is designed that you are to spend extra time there unfortunately we found our way quite through quite quickly the other thing that I would say is that the experience is very much based on um, the idea of this ghost miner trying to get at you. He wants revenge, um, which is an awesome storyline until uh, you actually end up being the one who gets revenge put upon them by the chain link fence being very, very thin. As one of the actors came forward, uh, they did manage to hit me directly in the bridge of the nose, which uh, unfortunately left my eyes watering. That being said, I'm not gonna hold that against them. Uh, these things can happen. It is a live uh, entertainment environment after all. Um, you know, it is what you sign up for. Uh, it definitely startled me, I will say that. However, the experience overall is a nice intro, I believe. I think it's, it's definitely a good idea to start here due to the fact that the attraction is perhaps a little bit shorter than you would like. 
Um, that being said, again, that intro is a lot of fun and again, very, very well performed. So one of the wonderful things about being able to take the time to come back to these recordings is that you can add little footnotes. And I wanted to add one of the footnotes to that just then. As I mentioned, I did unfortunately get caught just across the bridge of the nose. Now I want to make something abundantly clear. First of all, that was not the intention of the actor at all, it was a simple mistake. And again, this is a live entertainment environment after all. The second thing that I would like to highlight is the staff at Terra Mountain were incredibly receptive to feedback. When I mentioned that um, I wanted to give them a little heads up that this had occurred, and maybe just to give the actor a heads up just in case someone who was perhaps less accepting were to find themselves in that situation. All of the staff and the actor themselves were incredibly receptive to feedback and did alter that on the spot. So, which is awesome because it's that sort of ability to act on feedback that will allow this event to go from where it is to where it potentially could be. And I think that something that really hit me throughout my evening at Terra Mountain was how much the staff and the actors care about what they're doing. So that bodes really, really well for them. With that in mind, let's return back to the live recordings. I just want to preface this by saying in the next recording, I do refer to a bag maze. That's typically more commonly referred to as a hood maze. So whether you hear it as bag or hood, uh, hopefully that should cover both angles. For those of you who understand neither, uh, a hood or bag maze is where your vision is obstructed by a bag or a hood and you are to guide yourself using a rope, typically on the right hand side. The coven for the most part operates very much like a bag maze, minus the bags, add a blanket of darkness on what is already an awesome setting, there's no point in denying that. Terra Mountain makes an awful lot of sense, doesn't it? out in the middle of nowhere, on a Welsh mountain, it's inherently kind of creepy. If there are in fact actual man-made steps, there are small tea lights on them so you can see where you're going. Apart from that, it does, as I said before, operate very, very much like a bag maze. So this is going to be very, very marmite for a lot of people. There were many, many moments uh, throughout that maze where I felt like I had, my footing was not even, you're tripping over tree branches, um, you know, the, the roots of trees. Um, past some actors who admittedly are doing a very very good job and again as per the previous maze the intro actor was incredibly strong. Terra Mountain really seemed to know that the story is important and they do in fact put a lot of effort into that and that is very very much appreciated especially in a world where cheap jumps and loud bangs can be the mainstay of a lot of parks and so the idea of actually doing a narrative and delivering a story uh, is very very much appreciated however the maze isn't there to support it. It's a cool maze idea with very, very little deliverance. The finale is interesting and starts to build a sense of anticipation until they literally say, I'm done with you, leave. At that point, you realize that you've been stumbling around in the dark for four minutes with no real effectual scares, uh, no real effectual tension because you're too busy worrying about where your feet are, not where your soul is being taken. Okay, so as always, now is a, a great moment to remind you that we can add footnotes to our statements. Is the coven a lost cause? No, not at all. Is it a little bit of a cookie dough maze? Yes, there's some delicious favours there, but unfortunately they're slightly half-baked. Now again, in our conversations with some of the team there, 
Um, one of the things that I brought up was that the finale seemed a little unusual. It seemed a little bit, well, like I said, suddenly you're you're leaving. Now, when I spoke to them about that, they did inform me that they were having some technical issues, and there is actually quite a fun finale there to be had normally. I can only give a review based on my experiences on the night, and once again, as I mentioned before, all these views and opinions are simply that, just views and opinions. But let's give it a little bit more of an overview of that. I think that the Coven, especially given the setting, and given the inherent natural fit for this style of storyline, with a modicum more lighting throughout, again we don't want it lit up like a stadium, but just a few more eerie moments of lighting and a bit more ability to see could be a very special maze. Its setting lends itself so perfectly that it seems almost a shame that you can't see a little bit more of it. Again, I want to sing the praises of the actors. Every single actor from intro to middle to end was absolutely working as hard as they could to deliver a great story. And once again, I think that's one of the lasting impressions that I want to leave for Terra Mountain is every single person's dedication to delivering that story. So we'll now be taking you back to the live recordings, direct from Terra Mountain, to give you our views on Night Stalker. Okay, so we've just come out of our third attraction of the evening, which was Night Stalker. Now, Night Stalker is not a maze, it is still a horror attraction. Uh, it is a one-room show. Um, and what I must say is, so far, the strongest attraction of the evening. The actor that had us great delivered their dialogue with conviction and purpose. Um, some cool use of special effects in there as well. This is unfortunate because it's a story-based thing and it's heavily story-based. I don't want to give away too much. But what I will say is that the performers inside the room are very, very good. Their timings were good. The story itself is interesting and again it is delivered very, very well. Again, with the intro actors and the story actors being so strong, there is absolutely zero reason that a loco location this special, with this much opportunity in front of it, couldn't deliver a world-class horror experience. Because um, I think there's some great creatives in here, and I think there's some really cool ideas, and there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen done before, and a lot of different story beats that you don't typically see. In a world flooded with, um, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to list off some, some uh, cliches, but again, I'm trying to do a horror podcast. I'm clearly guilty of loving a few cliches, but typically you'll get your, you know, your fun house, your uh, penitentiary, your meat factory. Uh, you know, all those sort of things are kind of by the by. And that's not to be said that a good cliche done well can't still be excellent, because as per my previous statement, I'm a horror fan. If you don't like cliches, maybe you're in the wrong genre. But it is nice to see some ideas that are a little bit unusual, are a little bit different. And that's not to say that they're like wildly different, we're not talking Dr. Frights here, but they are a little bit off the beaten path. And I really like that, and I like the fact that there's ideas being made and used. Night Stalker was a very good show. So for me, so far, the standouts have been Night Stalker and the roaming team. The roaming team is maybe four people, five people, but they are active, they never slip out of character. I literally saw someone going around their day-to-day -day whilst with no one in view, no real reason to still be acting, did not change their movements, did not change their timings, just kept in that character. 
in fact I can actually see one of our group being stared down right now so always good fun um, yeah we have two attractions left the summoning and killers it's now off to go summon something okay so we've just come from the summoning here at Terra Mountain in Aberystwyth Wales the fourth attraction out of five for this evening again this is not a maze it is a horror attraction you take part in a seance to speak to somebody who once passed a previous group who had done the summoning had managed to summon a banshee of course of course there's absolutely no way that that could happen twice right yet yeah, here we are um, what I will say is the again the intro actor is the hero of every single attraction here at Terra Mountain. The intros are well delivered by actors who clearly care. That makes a massive difference. Um, I would say that there's some nice effects in there. There's some good use of uh, group participation. Um, it definitely benefits from having that full room and they know that. So hence us having to wait a little while to do that one. Um, again, another strong attraction in terms of Terra Mountain as a whole. Um, however, you will have done things very much like this. For example, if you are from the United Kingdom and you've run any of the Merlin dungeons, you'll be very familiar with a lot of the timings and tricks that they're trying to do. That being said, again, for an independent venue, it is done well and the actors did fantastically with what they have. Unfortunately, we got a dead side. Um, a lot of the room got a lot more interactions than we did. But it was nice in terms of a spectator thing to see how other people were reacting. Except the problem is when you sign up to do a scare attraction, you don't want to be a spectator. This is the time when we get to turn off our VCRs or DVD players, or if you want to be up to date, Blu-ray players, or if you actually want to be up to date, streaming devices. Turn those off and become the victims, the participants, entrance into that world. So it seems a bit of a shame that our side were very much left being partic uh, not participants but spectators again. I want to stress, the acting was good. The actual attraction itself is good. We got a bit of a dead run, but I do think this is one of the stronger things here at Terra Mountain. We only have one attraction left this evening, which is Killers, which is their brand new for 2022 maze. It is a maze, and it's set inside the mines uh, of uh, the Silver Mountain Express, uh, Express experience. I do apologize, I'm now starting to jumble things up. This is really the last bastion. This is their true, true big maze. This is their hang your hat on it for 2022. The promotions for it was excellent. The video packages they put out were really good and really strong. It's goofy. It's focused around 80s slashers and horror, which as a man in my 30s means I have a soft spot for that. So let's drench some neon lights, put on some retro wave and go face some slashers. Okay, so we have just come out of the new for 2022 maze, Killers. You are taken into a studio where a film company are trying to make a brand new snuff film and guess who gets to be the star? Um, lots of um, fun neon drenched rooms, lots of smoke, lots of darkness, uh, great use of corridors, um, everything felt very tight, very claustrophobic. Um, this is a true scare maze. Um, is it a killer though? See what I did? Let's find out.
the plus points. The use of light in there allows a lower budget attraction to deliver something that feels very tense. The actors in there are active. They want to be involved. They are giving it their all. Bear in mind, this is opening night of Terra Mountain 2022. Once again, we have to shout out the intro actors. Every single intro actor, every single actor that has been given scripted lines this evening has been very, very good. They want to sell their story, their maze, their experience. Whatever it is that you're about to experience, they want to deliver that. Some great moments throughout. Intro is solid. Maze is solid. Good use of space. Lots of twists and turns. You have to bear in mind that this, by the daytime, is used to give a tour of the mines itself. So every single evening, they need to switch it from the daytime to the nighttime. What an operation. It doesn't feel like this is something that has to be thrown up every evening. And that's a massive, massive compliment to them because there is no doubt that this would have taken a lot of work to turn from family-friendly mind tour to, by the way, killers. Um, and for that, that has to be shouted out as a massive, massive plus point in their favours. Again, this is a younger event than other events in the UK. Um, the one thing that I would say that is clearly there in buckets is passion. Uh, and ambition. So, the one thing that I must point out that I'm very excited for is Terra Mountain's future. Now, they have a lot of restrictions to work within, um, but they are constantly trying to think of inventive ways to do stuff. It's clear from the actors in and out of the mazes, the roamers, the intro actors, the people that you speak to clearly are passionate about this project. This is clearly a bit of a labour of love for them, which means that although Terra Mountain as of 2022 there are some pluses and there are some minuses um, but I think that's something that the team here are aware on and they said that they're very much looking forward to future years and continuing to grow after speaking to them I can't help but want to believe them I think there are a really creative team here that are passionate and do care about this event not just as a well I guess we can make some more money around Halloween but to genuinely want to put on the best mazes that they can and the best experiences they can this is a young team of creators who are trying their absolute damnest and I feel like every single year that they get to do this we are going to get a little bit better so with that in mind um, I'm going to leave you with some pleasant screams in the background um, overall a fun evening, but definitely, definitely, definitely one to watch. And an unusual and interesting setting, staffed and run by people who care. Surely that has to be a recipe to watch this event grow over the next few years. That's our review of Terra Mountain 2022. As I stated before, a very fun event with a very passionate team behind it. The joy of these scare events is seeing what people can do and what they can invent in spaces given restrictions and budgets to work within. How they can tap into what it is that will make us laugh or scream or jump. And I think that the minds working behind Terra Mountain have got a really good handle on finding that balance between both. If any of those actors return next year, you're in for a great performance. And if those creatives get the chance to push and go a bit further than they did this year, you could have a very special event to add to your calendar next year. I for one am very excited to see what Terra Mountain 2023 brings. 
so I'm sure at some point I'll find myself on a slightly chilly October evening, up in Aberystwyth in the mountains just outside, wondering how they've managed to push this just that little bit further. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen into this podcast, and again, I can't stress this enough, this is merely one person's view and opinion. But isn't that the wonderful thing that opinions can always be different? I look forward to bringing you more of my opinions and views as we move forward. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do all the standard things that you're meant to do at this point. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Especially at these early stages, it's so massively important to get people involved. So I would really appreciate it if you could take the time to do that for me. If you do have any suggestions, you can feel free to email thespeakuneasypod at aol.com. And I will be perusing those and trying to reply where I can. So again, genuinely, if you have any feedback, it would be much appreciated. That's all we have time for on this episode. Thank you very much for joining me. As always, take care and stay scared.